takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody had a great weekend, and thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We've got a lot to discuss on today's show. A big win on Sunday over the Anaheim Ducks, courtesy of Mr. Sorokin. Sezikis and Johnston. We'll talk about a frustrating loss to the LA Kings on Saturday and two key injuries that the team suffered uh, on Saturday and what the cost of those injuries will be long term. We also have a listener question and our Islanders birthday of the day. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, Feel free to send us an email to LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So, over the weekend, games three and four of the Islanders' five-game Western road trip and a split decision. Saturday, a difficult performance. The Islanders came out looking rather flat, and they lost to the LA Kings. Then on uh, Sunday at Anaheim, the Islanders bounced back with a Strong Islanders type of performance, a 4-0 shutout win over the Anaheim Ducks, and uh, Sorokin gets the shutout, two primary assists for Ross Johnston, and uh, a a nice strong game for Casey Sezikis on his birthday, no less. So overall, that was more of what the Islanders were looking for. And, you know, if you sort of built up the equation of how the Islanders succeed. I think Sunday's game was that to a T. You you can check all the boxes. Uh, The Islanders got that big first goal, which is always important for them, and they got the second goal, which uh, really changed things for the third period. They got strong goaltending, which overcame a sluggish first seven or eight minutes where The Ducks were really getting a lot of shots and a lot of chances, and yet Ilya Sorokin came up with some big saves at that point to really help the team overcome 
the opportunities that they were allowing. And after that, when the Islanders got their lead, all of a sudden, yeah, okay, the Ducks were getting shots on goal. But in the last 40, 45 minutes of the game, with a handful of exceptions, you know, you look at the final tally, shots on goal, Ducks 34, Islanders 22, but it didn't seem like a one-sided game in favor of Anaheim because the Islanders defensively limited the Ducks to shots from the perimeter and shots from the point and didn't allow Anaheim to <coughs> excuse me, create a lot of traffic in front of the Islanders' goal. So Ilya Sorokin saw the puck, and he stopped the puck. You add in a strong performance by Casey Sezikis, a goal and an assist. Add two primary assists from Ross Johnston, a breakaway goal by Kiefer Bellows. All in all, just a very strong performance. And oh, by the way, Noah Dobson, another goal on his only shot, a plus two for Noah Dobson. And he continues to show additional maturity. So, realistically speaking, this was Islanders hockey exactly the way you want it to be. And the Islanders, they they were balanced in their ice time. They were smart with the puck and did what they needed to do to create enough scoring chances. And... You know, again, you look at the ice time, and this is something that Barry Trotz likes to do when he has the luxury of doing when his team is ahead. Most minutes, Anthony Bevilier, 18 minutes, 31 seconds, at least among the forwards. Least amount of minutes, Oliver Wallstrom, 10.07. But again, not a huge difference uh, between the two teams The penalty kill remained strong. That is another feature of Islanders hockey. And look, Andy Green, back in the lineup on Sunday, he ended up scoring a goal, which was great to see. Uh, And Sebastian Ajo added another assist, and he has been picking up a lot of helpers lately. So overall, you just, this was Islanders hockey. And one more statistic that I think demonstrated what a strong game this was for the New York Islanders. Ryan Pulak, seven, count them, seven block shots. And even early in the game, when the Ducks were getting a lot of opportunities on net and some of them were quality chances, that's when the Islanders started blocking a lot of shots. So it really, really was uh, Islanders hockey to a T. And you got to give credit because, look, Saturday against the Kings, the Islanders were just flat. They were sloppy. They looked a step behind. They were taking bad penalties. Simeon Varlamov didn't look all that sharp, gave up uh, what really was an own goal, if there was such a thing in the National Hockey League, where it just went through his legs, uh, you know, off the face-off, the Islanders won the face-off. It hit off a, a, of a defenseman and went between Varley's legs. And Varlamov just didn't seem ready for that shot. So, you know, the difference, credit to the Islanders for bouncing back and playing their game. 
on Sunday after a mediocre, at best, performance on Saturday. And this is what they're going to need to do moving forward when you're talking about a tough game on Tuesday to close out this road trip uh, against the Colorado Avalanche, one of the best teams in the league. I'm looking at the shot chart here, okay? I always talk about the importance of the shots. You draw a little triangle between the two face-off circles into the crease. Well, to be honest with you, out of the shots that the Ducks took in this game, and we mentioned there were 34 of them, only six of them, six out of 34, came from those high-danger areas. And that is a testament to the defense that the Islanders played in front of Ilya Sorokin last night. They didn't play that way in front of Varlamov. He got almost no support to speak of on Saturday, but definitely got the support on Sunday. All right, when we come back, we will discuss two important injuries that the Islanders had to deal with. Uh, two players who missed Sunday's game after getting hurt on Saturday. And we will have our listener question, which has to do with uh, a couple of uh, things about Matthew Barzal. And, of course, we still have our Islanders birthday and a lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. This is the time of year I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? Well, if you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered, like all Built Bars, in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, and my personal favorite, banana cream pie. So good, these are going to be your new favorites. And look, most Built Bars contain just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, but pack 17 grams of protein, Compare that to a candy bar, which only has, which usually carries 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nights, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So, two injuries suffered by the Islanders on Saturday, and both of these players missed Sunday's game, and those two players... Or Matthew Barzal and Zdeno Chara. Not two players you want to have out of the lineup if you are the New York Islanders. So, yeah, that was a, a, a difficult injury to overcome. And yet the Islanders did it on Sunday without 
their most dynamic offensive player and their most experienced defensive veteran. So both of them kind of considered day-to-day right now. We knew they weren't going to play last night against the Ducks. Look, I give credit to Barzal. He tried to get back into the game after he was hurt. You saw the replay if you watched the game Saturday, or you could check it out on, on YouTube. But Barzal really did a good job of trying to come back. You could see the pain on his face when the injury took place. He tried a shift, had no trouble skating in a straight line, but turning really seemed to cause him a lot of discomfort. And as a result, uh, just not a good situation for Barzi. So hopefully, you know, he's listed right now as day-to-day with a lower body injury. Zdeno Chara also considered day-to-day as of now. But the Islanders really do need to, you know, make sure that they do not uh, lose those two players for an extended period of time because especially Barzal, he is, as we've said, their most dynamic offensive player. And that brings us up really to our listener email. Uh, Malcolm from Long Island asks, been watching the channel for some time, love the podcast. I have a suggestion. It would be cool if you could possibly talk about the Islanders forwards, potential goal scorers, and who it would be nice to have on our team and the future of Matthew Barzal. So here's the deal. As far as Matthew Barzal is concerned, Barzi is the most dynamic offensive player on this franchise. He is an elite skater who changes direction on a dime, who is able to create time and space with his speed and puck handling ability. What he is not, however, is a sniper. Barzi is more of a setup guy than he is a finisher. He'll be good for 20 goals a year, 25, but he's never going to be that 30, 40, 50 goal scorer that makes him an elite offensive player, Uh, at least as a goal scorer. He will be an elite uh, setup man and skater. The other younger Islanders on this roster with potential, Oliver Wallstrom, who I think can be a 25 to 30 goal guy, and Kiefer Bellows, who I think more will fit into the 20 to 25 goal situation. Although, again, as a power forward, Bellows takes a little longer. Most power forwards take a longer time to develop at the NHL level than speedy guys or or smaller forwards because they have to rely on their physicality and suddenly there is an adjustment to make when playing against grown men as opposed to playing against teenagers in juniors. So uh, to me, you know, neither Bellows nor Wallstrom, to me, are going to be elite snipers. You're 30, 35, 40 goal guys, but they can be solid contributors in the 20 to 25 goal a year range in the not too distant future, assuming they continue their development. And we saw that on Sunday uh, with Bellows getting the goal and Wallstrom getting an assist. Also, by the way, Josh Bailey back in the lineup Sunday, Matt Martin out and Ross Johnston in. As far as guys the Islanders should acquire, I'm not going to go through a list of names at this point because 
I, I think that's going to happen really in the off season more than any other time. And I want to see who's available on the free agent market and, and in the trade market when we get to that point. And it's also going to depend a lot on who the Islanders trade away at the trade deadline, if anybody. But the Islanders need two things right now. A puck-moving defenseman to complement Noah Dobson. And they definitely need a sniper to complement Matthew Barzal. And, you know, they need that Tarasenko or, you know, somebody who's going to get them 35 to 40 goals a year. It doesn't have to be Mike Bossy or uh, Alexander Ovechkin where the guy's putting in 50 or 60, although obviously that would be great. But get me a solid 35, 40 goal guy, a guy who opposing teams have to game plan for and plan for and take account of, a guy who would make the power play that much more dangerous and someone who would take some pressure off of an Anders Lee, a Brock Nelson, and a Matthew Barzal and make them even more effective because teams can't concentrate on them as much when they have to deal with the sniper. So Malcolm, thank you so much for your question and for uh, listening or watching the podcast. Greatly appreciated. And uh, again, anyone else who wants to uh, email a question or tweet a question to me, uh, feel free to do so. Always great to hear from listeners and to answer their questions. We've got more to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Our Islanders birthday of the day. I think you're going to know it because it was a Sunday birthday, but we'll get to that and more coming up on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Football may be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains <clears throat> the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the latest baseball coverage when baseball hopefully will finally get underway. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action Bet online where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And yes, uh, Sunday was the 31st birthday for Islanders center Casey Sezikis. Zeke turning 31 years old and originally drafted in the fourth round by the Islanders back in 2009 after a successful junior career. Uh, with the St. Mike's Majors, joined the Islanders for 15 games in 2011-2012 and has played his entire career with the Islanders, 632 NHL games, 87 goals, 194 points, and add five goals and 15 points in 69 playoff games. The best season for Casey Obviously, 2018-2019, when he had 20 goals and 33 points, both of those marks are career highs. And I'll tell you, Sezikis got off to a slow start this year, goal-scoring-wise, but he really picked up his pace 
over the last week, week and a half, and uh, well, maybe even two two weeks or three weeks. But since the uh, holiday break ended, uh, Sezikis has found his game more offensively. And look, it's not just goals. Casey Sezikis is a great four checker. He sticks up for his teammates. He wins key faceoffs. He kills penalties. He adds a lot to that identity line. We're going to go back and look at one of Casey Sezikis' better games with the Islanders. Could have done last night's game, but I kind of just covered that, and that's not what we do here on the birthday of the day. So we go back to February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2019. Uh, At the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Islanders facing the Blue Jackets. Tomas Grice, the goalie for the Isles. Sergei Bobrovsky was in net for Columbus, and the Islanders get on the board first. The only goal of the first period scored by Casey Sezikis, our Islanders' birthday of the day. His 14th of the year, Cal Clutterbuck and Tomas Grice with the assist at 7.06, Islanders after 20 minutes of play. In the second period, Casey Sezikis strikes again. His 15th from Devon Taves and Josh Bailey at 5.50, 2-0 Islanders. And then Bailey makes it 3-0 Islanders with a goal at 19-19 of the second period. Tom Cunackle and Matthew Barzal with the assist. That was all she wrote as far as scoring was concerned. Islanders outshot 31-27, but Tomas Grice turning aside All 31 shots, but for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Casey Sezikis, two goals, a plus two. He had the game winner, and both of his goals came on even strength. He had three shots on goal, which tied him for the team lead with Jordan Eberle on this particular night. So Casey Sezikis, a real heart and soul player. For the New York Islanders, he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Wanted to also give a little shout-out to Ross Johnston, who just played in his 100th career NHL game. And what a great moment for Johnston. I mean, you know, he gets put in the lineup for the first time in six games and comes up big with two primary assists, did a good job of forechecking. Always liked Ross the boss. He is a little bit of a role player, not going to be an everyday kind of a guy at at this point, but really did a nice job of getting things done for the Islanders. Game coming up Tuesday in Denver against the Colorado Avalanche. That will be the last game of this five-game road trip, and it'll be great from an Islanders perspective to have the team come back home. And I'll tell you something. If the Islanders can win in Colorado, and that is a tall order, Uh, this would be deemed a successful road trip. It would be if they win a 3-1-1 road trip. But uh, they are going to need to play some really good hockey because the Avs are one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league. In fact, they took over the number one spot in our Locked On NHL power rankings last week. want to thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Tomorrow, we'll be back, and we will have a full preview of that game against the Avalanche, plus the latest injury updates on Matthew Barzal and on Zdeno Chara. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all 
plat- uh, uh, wherever you get podcasts. That does it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.